0: Breakfast puppies?
1: This podcast contains adult language and content and is meant for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. You're listening to The Glitter Boys.
0: Ooh. We're back talking about one of my favorite gaming systems under the Palladium line, Ninjas and Super Spies. I thought you were about to say Valley of the Pharaohs.
2: Okay, so I looked at that today. (laughs) I saw it for the first time ever. What is... No, wait, I will derail later. Yes, we will derail
0: later because someone may be having a copy of the game coming. (gasps) Friend of mine says he has a line on it. I'm trying to pick it up. We'll do a spoiler for if the deal goes through.
2: I actually just saw that for the first time today. That's why that was exciting for me.
0: (laughs) I've never read it. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, we're talking about ninjas and super spies or more particularly. Does it fit with the rest of the Palladium
1: Megaverse? I'm just going to be like totally forthright and assume that it doesn't without extreme modification.
0: You'd be quarter right. Okay. Quarter right. Uh, you know, it's, you have to go, first of all, you have to grab like three books to have the conversation.
1: Well, okay, but we're start players. Yeah, so, so we've we'll already got it on the table.
0: Then you grab the conversion book. And you flip your conversion book. Wait, 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 wait. Is that conversion book or is that
1: conversion book one? Conversion book one. Yes. No, 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 no. There's Rift's conversion book. And mm-hmm. then there's Rift's conversion book one, ah. which was the reprint re-release of the Rift's conversion book, which cut out a lot of the content and moved it no. to another book. Uh, this is the first one. Okay. This is the first one. Cool. Just making sure. No. Yeah.
0: Fair Fair. Point.
1: 1993
0: third printing. This is old good and that's the good one you're going to want to flip it <laughs> to page 49 hmm. i was going to go
1: 36
0: oh okay. well you can go at 36 but 49 is where they do the specific call out uh, for ninjas yeah. 36 signs.
1: but i don't think ninjas and super spice characters are anything close to average 20th century character
2: i was going to use that because it shows how to get even the averagest of people to survive in rifts <laughs> so <laughs> i mean once well, you got bond. your
0: chi <laughs> you know um because they talk about how to adapt every single car- OCC under ninjas and super spies into the greater multiverse and Rift specifically. Now, my question again is, is this book referring to
1: ninjas and super spies or is it referring to ninjas and super spies
0: revised? It is talking about revised. Okay. So, because... It, both due to date and some of the things they mention specifically, it's Ninjas and Supervised Revised, not the original Ninjas and Supervise Super Spies. Okay. That said, they leave a whole bunch of stuff on the table uh, for you as a GM to figure out.
1: And yeah, it's what. Well, so like I said, it's rift. I've already got of eight page. books on the table. Yeah, I'm yeah. used to this. It's a pa-
0: It's half a page and a quarter of the next column. You know, it's that's all you get. I'm going to go
2: ahead and say you have mental attributes with your, with your chi focuses, mm-hmm. um, which can be unleashed. You have body hardening techniques. Mm-hmm. And you have something very interesting in ninjas and super spies, uh, which has uh, a save that a, a human being can go up to a splagorth and do, disarm,
0: mm-hmm.
2: which is just right there. And it's, it's, it's badass. It's really badass. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. Is, if that's not hired wired to your body, it's it's on the floor. Well, it's on the floor
1: now. <laughs> Disarm is a mechanic in Ultimate Edition as well. So, yeah, yes. fortunately, some of the some of the some of the martial arts, I think. Sorry, I think Rifts Martial Arts Hand to Hand might even get a bonus to it. You also get
2: uh, uh, cybernetics in Ninjas and Super Spies, yes. which can you know, as soon as you get there, you can you know, knock someone over the head and upgrade. Exactly. Um, uh, the agents in it have um, the ability to use weapons. So, I mean, you just pick up a Wilkes instead of whatever Uzi exactly. you came through. And all of a sudden you're fighting on an even playing field.
0: It, it literally starts the section in the conversion book going, The character adapts to the strange new world of Rifts without, within a matter of weeks. Not without. Within a matter of weeks. Stupid progressive lenses. Um uh, <laughs> plus you, know, you get stuff plus you get stuff now I mean the stuff you get is mostly just a factor of where the game had gone from even where ninjas and super spies revised had been at and by the time they got to rifts takes into account some saves that didn't exist under the original Rifts system uh, like you didn't have PPE nobody had PPE in ninjas and super spies yeah. And gives you some additional skills in there. Although really if you take a if you step back and think about it, it's mostly on the assumption you've been kicking around in the Rift's world for a couple of weeks at least to have picked up how modern technology works. And then it gives a breakdown of each of the character classes and how they adapt. And then they get to the big section, the martial arts powers and how they adapt over. Ah, so
1: that right there when someone's asking, how do I X in rifts from ninjas and super spies? That is the main question they're asking. How mm-hmm. does, how do I play a glitter boy with the deep mock power? How do I get that? Well, let's not do that.
2: <laughs> Sounds like a terrible <gasps> oh <my> idea. <laughs>
1: but a glitter boy, what if they could deep mock with their robot power armor and then they could like deep mock fucking splugor? Why does it look like you're fisting the Splugorth? And I because suppose cause,
2: cause you're using your other hand to show yep, the depth yep, that yep, you're yep. Going. I
0: mean, Splugorth's are <laughs> squishy, so you got to go up in there. <laughs> it specifically says that you can do that as long as they're not wearing body armor.
2: Ooh. Can you flick the soul when you're elbow deep? Wait, <laughs> wait,
0: wait, wait, wait,
1: wait, 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 wait. It says, it says, as long as they're not wearing body armor. They, what do you mean by they? they?
0: The opponent? The opponent. It specifically says the opponent. So you could demock through your armor. Yes. <laughs> it is New to character. note that
2: you can't uh, kill a mega damage creature with demock. What if you are. Okay, never mind. So, I mean, yes, it is the equivalent of power fisting.
0: <laughs> but you could put them in a wrist lock. <laughs> Oh, I didn't
2: even talk about that. The, the locks are, are ridiculous. They're broken. <laughs> they're,
0: they're
1: pretty broken, yeah. Uh,
2: yeah? I mean, the dragon goes to smack you, and you put the talon in a finger lock. <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me?
1: But, or or we turn that around, where you're running up to use some kind of a melee attack mm-hmm. against the dragon, and its little knuckle just comes out and... Thoop, <laughs> and just locks around you. <laughs> Are you sure you want to do that?
0: (laughs) I'm trained in 15 different forms of Kung Fu. (laughs) One of which I wrote. What's really interesting is the body hardening techniques, which in in ninjas and Mm -hmm. super spies, body hardening gives you additional SDC, Mm -hmm. prevents a couple things from happening. But when a ninjas and super spies character goes into a magic mega damage setting, well like riffs or uh, wormwood mm-hmm. or something like that, they that translates into you getting MDC. Now, not a whole lot of MDC, but your all the uh, wrist strengthening you did suddenly is your your wrist strengthening is giving you MDC
2: now, my personal take and how I would do it myself playing this character is just no. throw that concept away. There is enough, and I, I read through ninjas and super spies and prep for this. There is enough in there that you can hold your own just as rules is written.
0: Yes and no. The whole, if they're wearing body armor, a lot of the fun stuff goes out the window. Yeah. It really nerfs, uh, because that was not a ninjas and super spies thing. You could be going up against someone in full SDC riot armor and all of your abilities would still work. Yeah. But they you know, they specifically spell out here that if they're wearing body armor, you can't do your crap. Um, if it's like an Atemi ability, some Chi abilities, um, some other stuff, there is, there is a trade-off there. And I have some strong feelings about that, especially given uh, the real-world history of some of the martial arts designed uh, that, that are in ninjas and super spies that were specifically designed to work around armor and yeah. specifically use the fact that a knuckle guard on a gauntlet makes a great place to break a person's finger at. It doesn't change whether or not the armor is MDC or not, but you know, yeah, you know, it's, it's one of those things. And so it, it's, it's a give and take conversation. Where
2: Where is it saying that? I'm not seeing that.
0: the, the, so look under Attemi abilities. It's the first sentence under Attemi abilities. Um, Only effective
2: against foes, not in body
0: armor. Most, yeah, yeah, most and, and atemi is the Attemi abilities and ninjas and super spies are where a lot of the weird pseudo supernatural stuff comes from. Um, Chi mastery still works against armored opponents, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of fun things you can do there. Uh, make a glitter boy regret his life decisions real hard when the guy wearing nothing but uh, shiny, fluffy pants suddenly makes yeah. him crap himself inside his MDC can. So now I've got this
1: mental image of MC Hammer, just like, just.
0: Good, you were going for what I was
1: going for. So
2: seriously, what what were I suppose we're saying here is that we really need to update our t-shirt designs in the stores. If y'all could get on that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got some MC Hammer kicking. He's got to be away.
2: Common Domain now. <laughs> we, got,
1: we, got some, uh, we got some Kevin Samita in the classic pugilist pose.
0: Now, there are two big downsides to the conversion of Ninjas and Super Spies to riffs. One, there is a quote unquote optional rule in Ninjas and Super Spies that if you're truly playing the game really isn't optional. And it can be found in your Ninjas and Super Spies, either version, on page 128. And that is combat range. Specifically, what it's referring to is melee combat range. Melee combat range does not exist in any other Rifts game, period. And it is, in Ninjas and Super Spies, it's a core dynamic for capturing that Hong Kong kung fu movie feel of uh, shorthand kung fu versus Taekwondo long kicks and, and that. Plus, you're going to have to house rule how a lot of the Ninjas and Super Spies specific combined maneuvers, such as Power Block, like They don't even address whether or not if you're wearing power armor and your opponent's wearing power armor, does a power block work or not. Um, they don't even address how martial arts interacts with power armor. Well, they do in Robotech. They do in Robotech. Because it's just that good. Uh, do they
1: in gonna... the complete role-playing game known as Chaos Earth? I <laughs> imagine they do. They have to. It covers everything. Everything.
0: I do have to. (laughs) The funny thing is, is the The reason the reason I know know about the Robotech thing Mm -hmm. is because one of my earliest Palladium Rifts characters was a a worldly martial artist who studied Zen Shen and had a um, Southern Cross Veritech in Rifts.
1: <laughs> and well, I was
0: just working how busted that was.
2: So, I I, I crib characters um uh and Abel McVener who who died terribly. It's one of those killer DM things. Um he I'm so blew sorry. himself up voluntarily. <laughs> um was replaced by basically uh Remo Williams's mentor Chun. Oh. Um who happened to was also a Veritech fighter. By- <laughs> So I really wanted to make that happen. Sadly, it folded before then, but I wanted to Kung Fu fight in a real bad.
0: But if you're going to introduce an ninjas and Super Spice character into rifts, be prepared as a GM to be deal with a lot of house rules based on combat abilities and that sort of thing. And then if the player shows up at the table with a copy of Mystic China, forget it. All bets are off there. I... <laughs> I have not found any official conversion for most of the stuff out of Mystic China, which is sad because it's super cool because everybody really needs to do Big Trouble in Little China.
1: (laughs) And if you have the option, you should. Yes. So my question then on a mechanical scale is why is it so hard to convert? Because it seems to me like you already have the limitations in place that you would need for such conversion with such very simple statements as does not work against MDC body armor or, uh, you know, the very simple understanding of SDC versus MDC crossover. So mm-hmm. I would not expect, I just would not expect a human martial artist from Ninjas and Super Spies World who stepped through a rift to be able in any way to
0: cause
1: S to cause that level of damage to an MDC creature.
0: Well, again, some martial arts powers do do MDC damage. So that's a factor. There you go. Um, Then there gets to be the whole translation issue with, okay, so damage is off the table, but if I'm doing a power block and some of the other maneuvers that only appear, in ninjas and super spies, and they did nothing to address in any of the conversion materials I took a look at uh, officially. Um, you, you're going to have to be prepared to house rule on the fly how those things
2: work. I, I see it like this: um, you you step through the rift. You are uh, he threw open a portal, and, <laughs> and you are sent through the rift. A um, coup one, you land. In Rift's Earth, you are immediately attacked by a street gang. You recognize what a knife is. You don't know why it's vibrating, but you recognize that knife. Mm-hmm. You swipe that knife, disarm, take,
1: and all of a sudden you're a mega damage creature. Okay, no, that totally makes sense to me. What I'm getting at is the, the use of certain damaging powers. So, like, if you take a power from ninjas from and Super Spies that lets you do STC damage against an opponent, I would not expect that to in any way work against an MDC creature until you had spent some time and found like, I don't know, found some ancient spring of jusinkio where you could hop around on some sticks and then relearn your abilities with an MDC master.
0: So the assumptive is like a couple other things that pop up in the Rifts universe where... The mere presence of being in a rifts wide open situation empowers some things, ah, and so okay. a Timmy. Temi- Chi abilities uh, and very few, and for whatever weird reason the body hardening stuff I don't understand why doing a horse stance for that long every day suddenly makes you MDC. Have you but,
2: seen my calves? Yeah, well, no, for real. I've done horse stance for hours.
0: So, so uh, all right, I'm gonna go get my vibro sword and we're gonna see how your thighs react.
2: <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like it's probably gonna bounce the first time.
0: <laughs>
2: I like that though because I I feel that the entire premise of rifts mm-hmm. is that all these things were slumbering within humanity or within the earth. Mm-hmm. And it was the presence, uh, the, the, the wild flow of the ley lines released by the cataclysm that brought those back. So a person from a low magic ninjas and super spies realm stepping into rifts mm-hmm. will accustom to that power. And that's, that's an internally consistent hand wave.
1: Thinking on it a little bit more, I guess my take would simply be that if it's of a mystical nature, right? if your power is of (laughs) a mystical nature, and actually taking a step back further, this is my approach to how magic works most of the time anyway. I have house rules for the way magic damage works, and that the way I do damage with magic is the way I would do damage with ninjas of super spies coming over to rifts, which is it does damage appropriate to the target. Meaning, if I have a power that's a mystical power which does 3d6 damage, it's Mm going to do 3d6 SDC against an SDC target Mm -hmm. or 3d6 MDC against an MDC target. But it's not going to do 3d6 MDC against an SDC target. That's also how I see magic. Like, if I am casting a damaging bolt against somebody... It's going to do the damage in SDC against them unless I'm hitting a, an MDC target, then it's just going to convert over.
0: And that's pretty much literally how, like, especially Chi Mastery works, where if you're go- doing Chi Mastery things against a SDC target, it does whatever your normal SDC damage is. But if it's MDC, you do half your normal damage against them, but in MDC.
1: Okay.
2: It does, it does like really make it sad for the peasants though. Wouldn't you say like they grew up in the rifts and they got nothing. This guy knows how to make turnips from ground and that's really all he does. And then some guy comes in from the 20th century and all of a sudden he's like crackling with power that he just got. And he's like, I've been living here my whole fucking life.
0: But there 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 you have the entire justification for why how the coalition came to be you know <laughs> this is
1: congratulations you, 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 you just justified the coalition's existence
2: i'm not saying i'm just saying the trains ran on time <laughs>
1: He, I just don't understand how those rifting elites come over here and they got their powers and we just can't we just can't deal with them. We need a central governmental authority to protect us against the, the rifting left. I want to talk about a different part of this real fast. And I, I want
2: to talk about the mystique of the samurai and the mystique of the oh, uh, lord of, of the ninja. OK, um, there is a presence if you've ever watched the old movies that he usually made me watch. I'm pointing at NPC here for those of you following along at home. I'm a huge, huge,
1: huge fan of Akira Kurosawa films. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: They, they're, they're cowboy films. Cowboy films, good cowboy films at least, are, are, are samurai films. It, it goes say, back and forth.
1: Yes. Yeah. It, it's, it's largely the other way in that all the, yeah, they're not cowboy films, but the cowboy films, many of the, the spaghetti westerns yeah. are actually samurai films. I'm,
2: I will say that a wandering samurai jack type person. Mm-hmm will defend that village, and he will defend it with everything he has. And even if he doesn't have the powers listed in the conversion book, perhaps, perhaps by force of character, it will just happen. Because
1: that is what happens for heroes. Mm -hmm. I think you're in luck, Matthew, because I'm pretty sure the next world book of rifts that we are going to cover is Rifts Japan. Oh, good. And the samurai... In that book, can do this. So that's the ninjas.
2: Let's talk super spies for a moment.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: I brought something with me, a relic from the Matthew Hood childhood. This is my, my father's book. It's by Keith Lamer, who gave us the fantastic Bolo series. If you haven't read it, do it. It is the Retief series. Retief is a fighting diplomat. Yes. And very, very funny. Um, he is the closest thing that I could think of to, uh, a super spy. He engages in espionage. He beats the shit out of people to get answers all while working within a very, very passive Bayou off system. You could retief your way <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> through, through, um, riffs. In fact, he, he does on several occasions being outclassed by almost everything and it's sheer charisma and sheer bluff. hmm that brings him through to victory time after time after time. Great series. It's it's comedy, kind of like the Stainless Steel Rat. Um, just just really quality stuff. If you're not familiar with it and you're looking to do that, may I recommend reading Retief by Keith lommer And I recommend starting with Retief at large.
1: He says nudging the book over. You should really read this. Good <laughs> stuff. You
0: should. You should. You have two people at the table.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've, trust me, I'm. My backlog right now is all all good books. Yeah, but there's so many the rest modern of the ones there. Elric This series, is... I've got God the
0: damn it. rest of the Earthsea,
1: Earthsea series. Just
2: get rid of those. Damn. They're not as good as
1: the Elric. It's just fine.
2: <laughs> They're good. Oh, but wait no, a minute. Wait
0: a minute. You and I, we're going to step outside and have a conversation <laughs> of Elric versus Earthsea.
2: <laughs> I mean, I've, I've seen one movie, but like there's like 60,000 okay, graphic confer- novels hey. in mean,
1: role playing games.
2: I posters okay, as way aside, more
1: nudity if we're if we're going there as an aside. I started re- trying to read other books as well. It's like mm-hmm. I'm going back to an era of authors who were very popular in the fantasy genres and reading a lot of them. The Golden Age. Um, it, that also includes writers such as uh, Ellie Modisett Junior. Mm-hmm. and Terry Brooks and whatnot. And I'm like, Ellsworth how, became. how, how did the genre of books get so much claim? Because I sort of shot her as one of the most boring fucking things I've ever read in my That's life. It's garbage. I, I don't understand how it was so popular. It's for children. Like, It's for children. It's literally for children. It it's, was young
0: uh, adult fiction yeah. before young adult fiction was no, a thing.
1: No, 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 no. It's not even that. It's just... Long, boring journeys that aren't even as interesting as Tolkien's weird obsession with describing the leaves on every plant that he passed. Like, it's, it's just, someone's never taken acid in a garden, <laughs> <You know>? someone's <laughs> taken acid in many gardens. <laughs> uh, th- yeah, the Sorry. October, October not... of 1997 was a very strange time for me. <laughs>
2: and if the current laws are ever <laughs> rescinded, I'd just like to say that was satire. <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, well, anyway, sorry. Tangent aside, I don't understand how the Shunnera series is so popular. because, Dude, I, Piers Anthony. Like, garbage. It's all garbage. That, like, there's a I lot get of Piers crap. Anthony because of people like puns. Whatever. I'm not into pun humor, but Terry Brooks, I was like... I was looking online on a, one of the fantasy forums or no, a palladium forum asking, Hey, you know, I'm running a palladium fantasy game and I kind of want to get some fiction that's in that, in that realm, gonna immerse me back in the world and, and keep my imagination running between sessions. And somebody's like, Oh yeah, read the Shannara series. It got me into it. So it's like started reading and it's like, how, how, does, how I don't, I just don't okay. feel it. It okay. doesn't have, the epic scale, it's just all like some fucking some turnip farmer going to go save the world because he's like, you know, one-sixteenth elf or something. So it's, oh, it's not good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so here,
2: here's the thing. <laughs> I, I hated Shannara. I hate Pierce Anthony because I, 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 I like good puns, not all puns. But here's the thing it's it all matters where you were in your life when that came to you where that effect is and it's so incredibly subjective and as much as i want to mock that person who said that to you it probably got them there and it probably did them right at yeah, that time probably when did when i got it to me that was subhuman trash but like it 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 works for them and that's that's all that matters yeah. so but don't be afraid man like if you see that and you're like Okay, how? (laughs) The human experience
1: is such a weird place. Yeah. Anyway, back to ninjas and super spies. I do have another question for you, Jacob. Shoot. I'm playing a coalition special art, special what do you call it? Uh, Special operative. Yes. I want to know Wang Chun.
0: Okay. Find a teacher and devote the next uh, six years of your life.
1: Okay. But all right, the GM's cool with that then suddenly. How do you convert the powers, not from a character who is from Earth, from Mm -hmm. that era, but how do you take those and make them available in the Rift's era?
0: So, again, it's a find the teacher situation Mm -hmm. because the assumptive uh, coming out of ninjas and super spies is everything that's a martial arts power with a couple exceptions. Uh, that come out of mystic China and are flat out supernatural and are pretty easy to rule on because they're just flat out supernatural um, is the ability to harness the full possibility of human potential. So if you have someone who can train you, you can do with the same things that some guy off the street in 20th century who got sucked through a rift and dropped in the middle of Chi town Uh, can do because all you're doing is unlocking the human potential in the environment that allows the human potential to be amplified which is Rift's Earth
1: now so unlocking the human potential so I'm assuming then that means that I can combine all of my hand-to-hand martial arts abilities with anything that I learned from this new master
0: potentially yeah so with with the there, there is some ninjas and super spies specific rules about what you can mix and match as far as like martial arts uh, styles mm-hmm. and stuff. But it's, it's a really a case by case situation. Ninjas and super spies, unfortunately was a game written before the rise of MMA. And suddenly yeah. everybody realized how much of martial arts was absolute quackery. Um, it's much more in line with ninjas and super spices going much more in line with, um, cinematic Hong Kong martial arts flicks. It is
1: much more in line with, unfortunately, a trend that we in the past referred to as Orientalism.
2: Yeah, Yeah. To a certain extent. I mean, and boy, does it go into that in the book? Yep. Yep. You know what? We'll save that for when we revisit yeah, yeah. this book. I, I had yeah. I had thoughts.
0: But. Oh, I mean, we, we're going to have a whole line on that when we crack into the Japanese, uh, the Rifts Japan. Yeah. Book. Yeah. I imagine. Um, sure yeah. we will. Um
2: It's a good run up for Africa. I God do. Damn.
0: I do want to make one specific call out regarding a set of character classes that get the short end of the stick when they transfer over to a Riff setting and that's the Gadgeteer and yes. um, gizmatier yeah. agents. They're just not as cool. Everything that makes them special and cool becomes 18th century garbage the moment they hit Rifts.
2: With one exception because, and it's not, this is, this is, this is a call. Understand, this is not rules as written. This is just a call. That is not for the ninjas. That's for the super spies. We're talking right. about Q. There is very few things in Rifts, or indeed in any of Palladium games, that's about concealment. Right. Which is something that they have a line on. They do. And that's, that's the only advantage that has, and it's vanishingly small.
1: Yep. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. Why conceal something? You want everybody to know you have a big gun. <laughs> Can we I make mean, it bigger looking? Well, here's the
2: thing. I mean,
1: you say that, but, you know, the Glitter Boys still haven't killed Prosek. You know,
2: but one guy with a suitcase just might be able to pull that off. And I would, furthermore, tangent time with Matthew. Um, I want to talk about Fourth the assassin. Only four. I'm getting better. I want to talk about how the assassin, while it is the pinnacle of the hand to hand, is always treated as an evil character. Oh yeah, I I think that's that's a flaw. I want to talk about honorable yeah. hatchet men one yeah. day. Wow.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, there's. We could go into, I think we did at some point. No, it was just a really long tangent talk on about, my part. <laughs> talk about. No, I think we talked about alignments and how the concept of evil in Palladium yeah. is very different than one might see the concept of evil in another game. Right. Yeah. Because evil has certain things such as an, an aberrant person. Yeah. An aberrant, You one would look at the alignments in Palladium and see the descriptions of the, what the aberrant person would and would not do and think, are actually not all that evil. Yeah. I think that all, aberrant alignment has you covered as a response there.
2: Maybe, but there's, yeah,
1: there, there, there's a lot to go over in that. Yeah.
2: But I do think that that should have been included in ninjas and super spies too, as a, 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 a few types of assassins.
0: Well, there are two in the base game. There's specific reference, it, a reference to it under the ninjutsu ability. Oh, yeah, um, and there's one other, um, but there are even more once you get to mystic China, I uh, haven't read that you, yet, yeah, but you gotta, okay, but really, I think we've answered the question here,, mm-hmm. yeah. which is, yes, you can do it, be prepared for some house rules, make sure your player knows what they're getting into with their character as the g m because um some of them are going to have a lot of their stuff basically be. You know, the extent of rolling around in a horse and buggy carriage in a world with trans ams, you know, so it's, <laughs> it, it, there is going to be some of that, but it's totally doable. Uh, you're not going to be easily able to get the ninjas and super spies uh, early days of wire foo feel as easily agreed and yeah. be prepared to house roll your pants off
2: i am still saying samurai jacket you you are literally in in a world not of your making that's high powered and cyborgs and monsters everywhere
1: in a world like that you have to be samurai jack and, and we keep coming back to it i think we should do riffs japan next
0: okay okay yeah.
1: just it's a good lead-in it's a
0: good lead-in yeah all right
1: well folks thanks for listening uh, you know how to find us online. We have all the links in our show notes. Join us on Discord and chat about your favorite Palladium shit. And we'll, we'll chat back with you about ours. And it'll be a good old time chatting about Palladium. Uh, if you want, you can buy some of our merch. We have a, a merch store through Redbubble. There's Red merch in the store. Yes. And if you want to kick us a few bucks for we'll pay for web hosting, we have a tip jar on Pinecast. And we also have a coffee page. We appreciate even a buck. It goes a long way
2: yeah and if you're a graphic artist who want to make any of the things I spew out in these episodes please drop a line to Nathaniel
1: yep yep I appreciate it again you can find me at all of those places
2: (laughs) (laughs) thanks for listening everyone
1: talk to you later starships magic mystic martial arts romance all of these can be found in A Cloak of Blades by Isaac Sherr you might have heard my name before.
2: I've done a lot of voiceover work for Breakfast Puppies, and I've recently released
1: my first novel. It's available on Amazon as an ebook and paperback, and you can get it for free if you have a Kindle Unlimited subscription. I do hope you'll support my work as you're supporting Breakfast Puppies, and it's been a pleasure talking with you today. Have a good one. You've been listening to the Glitter Boys, a Palladium Books fan podcast. Glitter Boys, Rifts, the Megaverse, and all other such topics are the property of Kevin Sambita and Palladium Books. Please buy all their stuff and help keep them in print and making more games. You can order directly at PalladiumBooks.com, and their entire catalog is available digitally at Drive Through RPG as well. Our opening music is 8-Bit Bass and Lead by Furby Guy from freesound.org. This closing music is Caravana by Philip Gross, available at freemusicarchive.org. All sound effects used are self-made or acquired via Creative Commons Zero License.